That's okay, I'm sure I'll say something else stupid eventually. Brought to you by some guys on the internet. This is getting tabled. With your hosts, Jason the Bruce. You guy! George the Yang. I hope you're all entertained by my inaptitude. Jason, aka Major Socks. We've been doing this and talking about various stuff. One of the stuff. Now sit back, relax, and get tabled. Hello, future people, and welcome to episode 75 of Getting Tabled with your host, The Bruce. Hello, folks. How you going? And we're also here with a man that just came from a wedding, Major Socks. Yeah, his own, though. It's not my own. No, 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 not my own. Not the second or third one. Not that either. Sorry, so. I couldn't help myself. I know. Thanks, for thanks, George. <laughs> Appreciate it. And yeah, George is up there being a mean Marine. So, you know, as always, what to expect? George is, George is trying. He's always very trying. Yeah. I try so hard, and all you guys do is make fun of me. That's all you deserve. Michelle, we need more chocolate crayons. <laughs> I don't think he deserves them. So got gum ones around here somewhere. Gum's not my thing. Um, we're gonna jump into this on this, uh, fine Friday. Newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events. So yes, for those of you that are joining us, you may realize that we're recording a day early. And the audio version is out today early. What's going on here? Well, we can't tell you that. We'll tell you that towards the end of the episode. I because... was just going to tell them that we're, we're overachievers, and then they'll be like, what the hell are they talking about? They're, no, they're not. <laughs> and then we'd really have them confused. We, we <laughs> are achieving <laughs> double the work this weekend because we are approaching reason. a anniversary. Anyway. So, Games Workshop have a few things going on this weekend. One of the big things that they revealed throughout the week, however, is this Dragon Empire guy for Middle-earth. Now, obviously, this is one of the things that's kind of been on the sidelines of the movies. You didn't really see much of these guys in the movies. Yeah, they only showed up in uh, The Return of the King, uh, yep. the last part of the trilogy. Um I'm just going to jump out here and say this real quick, though. I still love the fact that Games Workshop is still doing this game. Like, it hasn't yeah. died off and, and gone to the wayside. They're still doing... Uh, it's it's a proper British intellectual property that is still being done. And I, I love that. Yeah. that it, It's being kept alive. And before anybody jumps in and says, yes, but there's still people playing the game, uh, yes, but that's never stopped Games Workshop from killing a game before. And no, I'm not talking about fantasy. No, they killed Fantasy. Yeah, I know, but that player base was dying. Um, I'm more talking about Blood Bowl being killed while it was age. popular, um, and all of their other small games being killed while they were popular. Granted, Blood Bowl's yeah. now back, but... Anyway, I actually really like this Dragon Empire guy. I mean, I know that mm-hmm. the scale in Lord of the Rings is slightly smaller, but I really like this. I think this is really cool. Uh, that sedan chair looks absolutely amazing, and... The- the armor, the just, you know, it's so, I mean, Ooh. I know it's pulled straight from the movie that look with, you know, thank God Peter Jackson did that because mm. he had the, the passion that and it just, it's transferred so beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to see an entire army of these guys. I'm not sure if this is the first part of them or. I'd have to I assume that this is going to be, yeah, the first part of them because I don't see why you would just do this guy by himself. <clears throat> yeah. No, I agree. Um, It'll be interesting to see. Um, definitely keen to see more of that, though. I kind of suspect that this is going to either be a latter half of the year release or maybe even early next year, but it's, I suspect it's latter half. Okay. While you still have them up on the screen... How you did have people... to say that just as I close it, didn't you? <laughs> how many people, us included, but listeners, watchers, everything... 
How many people are excited for them to release the giant mammoth war machine that, you know, still only counts as one? Yes. Wait, no, hang on. Yeah. We already have that many, don't we? To the proper scale? I could be it wrong. Prop- I could be wrong. I thought we already had that ages ago. I'm going to I'm gonna go look. Or at least an old... Uh, um, I'm, not, I'm not saying it doesn't need to be re-sculpted, but I'm pretty sure we already had that a long time ago. While you're looking that up, I know I might try to do the same thing. Um, We also have... Okay. Some new heresy minis I, coming. You are correct, Bruce. They already do have it. It's a uh, warm milk of hard as a hundred. I I stand uh, correct. As you should. How dare you question? Well, <laughs> oh, I try not to. They don't. They, they don't seem to like it when I look into them. <laughs> um, new white scars and Empress Children's unit flash in this uh, free Horus heresy mission. Yeah. So we're getting some new minis that are coming out as well for this. Uh, but there's been a new mission that they've written specifically for this release. Um, you don't hear a lot of talk about Harris anymore, but this was the new hotness at one point. Um, the fact that the white scars are red is always going to confuse me. And yes, I know they weren't always white. Uh, it just it looks weird to me. Um, those blood angels. Yeah, and the, the color schemes are so similar. It's not even funny. Yeah. Um, I really like these. The um, Emperor's children. Uh, just gorgeous. I think that might actually be uh, my favorite of the two. The uh, those uh, plasma that they have. Um, holy cow! Those like oh yeah, someone's overcompensating yeah. for something. Yeah, I mean they're calling themselves the Emperor's Children and walking around with these plasma grenades. What are they counteract? What are they trying to compensate for? That they're just trying to use all of this stuff to try to distract from the fact that they're psychers. Um, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I like the look of the uh. The white scars. Oh, I'm not um, saying I don't like the light white scars. I just prefer are those, the other ones. Are those a jump pack those guys have? Uh, it almost looks, looks like, like it. it. I mean, so I want to I want to see what it looks like from the back because right now that's a pretty cool looking jump pack. I I cannot stand the traditional standard jump pack from 40k on assault marines. I cannot stand that. If I were to ever have assault marines. I would spend obscene amounts of money to get some sort of third-party sculpt to not use those jumps. There is a lot of them available. I don't, but I'm saying that's how much I hate them is I will intentionally spend more money than I need to. Not. I don't mind them. I just, they're very old. I, I think they're god-awful. I, I think they but are. They, well, you won't need to use them anymore because people don't buy them anymore because that's the whole point of, you know, creating a new version of Space Marine instead of just changing the sculpt, which still confuses me. Anyway, moving on. One last look at the uh, at the warmer mark. Um, we have now we've known that this these things were coming because we're getting we're getting these for everything now. But we've got a couple of new combat patrol boxes coming out this weekend. It's actually been a while since we've looked at a combat patrol box, to be honest. Not for any particular reason. It's just usually there's so many things to talk about. We pick and choose. But this weekend we're getting, and it's almost like it's on theme this weekend because we've got a thousand suns, which is right on theme. Uh, but then we've also got the Grey Knights as well. Now, looking at the Grey Knights, there's absolutely nothing new in this box, but it is very much a Grey Knights box. Like there's nothing really average in here. It's all fairly to be fair gray knights are a fairly recent um faction too so they're not going to be you know overly concerned about re-sculpting stuff like say something's been around for a while like a thousand suns eldar well about eldar until here's my question on gray knights question slash statement really but how many editions has it been now since they've actually had a release of any kind beyond a book because they didn't get anything uh, this time they didn't get anything last time or time before that so it's been a while. Four, edi- four editions. Right, but, you know, compare that to Thousand Suns. How long has Thousand Suns been around? Well, yeah, but Thousand Suns got their big guy comeback. So at least 
They got a whole heap of new releases last edition. That's what I'm saying. You know, they're pushing Eldar this this go around. You know, Grey Knights are still one of those things where it's new enough. They're not going to worry about pushing that or doing something new because they had something new, you know. Eight- yeah. Um. So alongside that, we're getting this Castell and Crow mini. And for those going, ha, see, see, they do. No, this actually came from the box set like three or four months ago. Uh, same with the Infernal Master, which I still think is the better looking of the two of them. Uh, not that the other one looks bad, but the Infernal Master just looks so much better in so many ways. But yeah, no, interesting releases. Uh, I, I don't mind either of them. They look like the decent value. Um, and I am one of the people that actually really likes the Dread Knight. I actually think the Dread Knight's probably one of the cooler looking Dreadnoughts in the game. Uh, for the, the, the sake of Major Socks, that's the Dreadnought looking thing inside the Grey Knight's box where it's a Marine yeah. inside a Marine. It's the Armored ba- Baby. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I actually quite like the Mini. Um, it, it kind of feels a little bit too anime for me. Maybe from but... from a uh, aesthetics standpoint, I think that is an awesome looking me. The same with the one for the Sisters of Battle. From mm. a tactical standpoint, is the dumbest thing ever to like. Hey, here's the dude controlling it right here in the middle, exposed. Go ahead and shoot there, and he stopped. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to but, but... Uh, what was the other ones where it was a marine inside a marine, so that you could marine while you marine, but it was exposed uh, from yeah. the back, which was not quite so bad. Uh... I think the ones I'm thinking of are the... Uh, Starts with C. Legionnaires. Uh, uh, anyway, whichever it is. The one that was a giant meme for a long time that people still haven't given up on. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking it up now because I know which one you're talking about. It's really easy to look up. It is the... Uh, no, that's Magnus Calc. Um, although Magnus Calc. Um, where are they at? Scroll fast. Um, I know which ones you're talking about. Something else. Uh, the Centurion. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, Centurion. Anyway. So, yeah. There's a few interesting things happening from Games Workshop. I mean, they, they continue on their steady flow to try to make sure nobody ever notices that anybody else makes games or things that you could possibly look at. So we're going to move on to TT Combat. Was that, who were they? Um, they're this small company out of England that, that, that they have this one guy that pretends to be two different people. Oh, Louis and Lewis? Those two? Yeah, yeah. Well, one of them was created through CGI. That's right. I thought it was Lewis and Lewis. Uh, yeah, Lewis is created out of CGI. Louis is actually a real person. No, I thought they were both Lewis. You know, like, we have St. Lewis and... True. Based on our English that we have here in the States. English is the very loose term that you have over there. <laughs> Anyways, All we're right. getting some new Carnivale terrain. We've got... Yeah! The, the new Carnivale-looking terrain is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, yeah. And it's not on that page. Why is it not on that? Because that's a Facebook. Oh, no, there's two sources. Uh, but yes, we will look at that as well. Ooh. Accidentally teasing things that are coming up. So, yeah, we got some new Streets of Venice stuff, and it's absolutely stunning. And there's two... Are, are we- uh, I'm going to say it's two different versions of the same thing. We've got a ruined and then a normal. Uh, it's modular like all the rest of it. I'm, I kind of want lots and lots and lots of this stuff, even though by rights it doesn't necessarily suit any of the games that I play. But I really don't care. It looks so cool. Um. So so here's the thing, right? Um. I I think this would work great as like a like even if you were to use it for 40k, right? Hear me out. Oh no, it'd fit 40k. No, just just hear me out. Hear me out. So you have all this terrain, right? And you have like the the blue play mat for the water, and then you have a house rule that when you're not on the terrain, you're in the water. You have a percentage rounded down taken off of your movement because you're washing through water. Yeah. Or you right? replace it with a lava map and then you're taking damage. No, because then if you're playing something like, you know, orcs and your orcs are dying like wildfire. Oh, fair enough. I just love or, the fact that you or, were telling you were telling me not to argue with you when I was actually agreeing with you. So hear me out, hear me out. 
Wait, I'm actually agreeing with you, George. <laughs> George continues to show his intelligence. Yes, um, as always. Um, I think the ruined one looks pretty good. I I agree. I kind of like that one a little bit. I mean, the the, the one that's built up is, is pretty nice with the docks. You could have like boats next to the stairs yeah. where they're going down towards the water. So that they're really like the... really affordable too. Like both of those block streets are thirty pounds each. Oh wow, that's just nuts. Uh, the building construction set that they're showing off there is ten pounds, uh, and then there's a whole heap of new stuff for the um, Sci-Fi X range. So the drop fleet, sorry, the drop zone terrain which is always very affordable because they're smaller lots of really really nice looking stuff they also recently did a whole heap of shanty towns that they're showing off as well because i think that was released last week um lewis stop creating so many good things tell your staff lewis can you just go out and tell the staff to stop trying and just you know just do a couple of weeks of releases that nobody cares about. Just just to balance it out. That, that'd be great. Overachiever. The other big thing when it comes to TT Combat, and this is why I shared up the actual Facebook page as well. On the 25th of March, Blood on the Water is being released for Carnivale. On their Facebook page, every day this week, they've been teasing some of the minis that are coming as part of this book. And I'm just slowly kind of teasing through a couple of videos on screen here at the moment, just to give you an idea of what coming also this is we, uh, yeah we briefly mentioned how they've done a set of terrain for adeptus titanicus they have yeah oh, you so mean the sci-fi x yeah yeah, yeah. Y- you mean the drop zone terrain that is in the same scale and it's not designed specifically for that game oh, at all is it the same? well they're advertising it for uh adeptus titanicus with the uh dude with the uh you know pointer arm yes because would you like to know why most people buy terrain for games workshop product it's it's it fits, Fine. and I'm not arguing that at all. Like, it does fit Adeptus Titanicus, and yes, they do advertise it that way. But it's actually the um, it's actually the drop zone terrain. It's the same scale, so it works perfectly. But yes, thank you for mentioning th- the thing that I'd already mentioned. I, I do appreciate that. Uh, I'm not seeing the uh, the new uh, Rumble Slam uh, release, though. I didn't mention a Rumble Slam release. Well, it's because they haven't done one, so... No. Why are you talking about something that's not on the run list? To confuse because you. We, because we've talked about it and they still haven't done it. Oh, okay, because you still think that that's going to happen. Okay, that's very cute, George. <laughs> and then, yeah, Blood on the Water is coming on the 25th of March. I will definitely be ordering a copy of this, because I want to get it on the channel. Um, Not that we are a primarily a source for... Carnivalo, we definitely always talk about it, but I have been buying a couple of things for this hobby-wise recently uh, to get done on Twitch later in the year. So definitely going to be having a look. And that should be good. So that's next weekend. It's actually coming up very quickly. But, Socks. Yes. Would you like to talk about some Star Wars or some Wars from Space? Some Wars from Space? Yes. So Atomic Mass Games in their... I can't remember which extravaganza it was. They kind of announced... I think it was the second one. The battle forces of how they're going to bring out these little battle force boxes for Star Wars Legion. Well, we just got the announcement for the first one that's coming out, which is um, the Shadow Collective. Um, And it has a bunch of mercenaries that you can use for pretty much any faction in the game. Darth Maul is going to be a new, has a new sculpt. Uh, There's going to be some uh, Pike Syndicates and whatnot. This is going to be coming out uh, in stores quarter two to quarter three time frame. Um, some of the websites I've seen says quarter two, but people are wondering with the supply chain issues if that's really going to hold up. Um, so probably late quarter two, early quarter three. Um, but it's kind of a new twist, and I'm kind of excited for it um, because as the Empire, I could potentially play with a different version of Boba Fett because he's a mercenary, or I could play with Boba Fett as 
the Galactic Republic or the depending on how which faction he's allowed to be played or as a separatist. And so it's going to be kind of fun to add these mercenaries uh, to factions to see what changes um, as they go out. So I'm excited for it to see what new twists these are going to bring as to our leap our list building mm. in the future. Can I share a, a little bit of Star Wars news that has nothing to do with the game, but it's still Star, Star Wars? Okay, there yes, talk, talk about the Ben Solo movie, the series that's coming no, out. No, no. Christopher Lloyd is going to be in Season 3 of Mandalorian. <gasps> yeah! Nice. Okay, on to the next bit. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Star Wars, man, uh, Obi-Wan series will be coming out here shortly as well. That's only a uh, week or so away as well. Yeah. Within the in the Fortnite. Yeah. Yep. So I'm excited to see, to see that one as well. So, but anyway. Yeah, no. I, I, the only thing I have to say about this is I find it weird that we're getting a second Darth Maul release so quickly. I mean, I, I love Darth Maul and, and I am very happy that we're getting an alternate sculpt of him, but it seems really quick. The original one's been out for... I don't think it's even been 12 months. You might be... It's, it's going to be close to a year, but I don't think it's been quite a year yet. There might it's, be a year by the time it happens, maybe, yeah. Yeah. And then again, if that was just to release, like, just cards for it, they would have just gotten crap for it. So, yeah, maybe, yeah. fair enough. So, um, yep, the only other thing I've cards. got to say is probably not the best paint job I've seen from them on Darth Maul. The face looks a little weird, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's the paint, not the money. Because if you look at the actual sculpt, from what you can see, it does look good. Yeah. Who's the character in the middle of the other three? I just closed that one. Uh, I'm not quite sure. You're looking at On Beast War? Uh, well, th- that's where the image came from, yes. Yeah. Don't know. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not quite sure between those three. You're talking about the top video or the top picture of the, the three? There in yeah. the middle, you got the Mandalorian on the far right. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure who exactly that one is. Cool. Um, oh, it was worth asking. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little disappointed for being the second release of Darth Maul. He should be a two piece. People have been <laughs> he fixes. That. No, he gets fixed. He does. Um, along with that, as you can see, if you um, Ahsoka has also been kind of announced, but not officially announced. So Ahsoka may be coming out here as a new operative for the Galactic Republic. Um, so. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if she officially comes out. There's been rumors coming out that she's going to be coming out here soon um, so on the horizon. So that may be part of, speaking of Atomic Mass Games, here in two months, in or three months in June, the third uh, edition of their mini extravaganza live stream for that week will be going on. And so we'll be seeing a lot more Legion as well as MCP stuff coming out. Not just Legion, but X-Wing, maybe even some Armada. Um who knows? So I'll be listening to that as much as I can that week. I'm sure you you may be listening where you can for MCP stuff, Bruce. Um, I'll definitely be listening in, but um, I'm going to be interested to see if we get something for Legion. Because given the reaction to that, we're not doing anything for Legion right now. You mean Armada? Armada, sorry. Um, yeah. Because if they don't talk about Armada at this point, they're going to have some problems. They have... Uh, I want to say they announced a new organized play kit that's coming out. You mean the X Wing? You mean the X Wing one? There's an Armada one coming out too. I've heard I've heard about the X Wing one. I'm pretty sure I've heard about one coming out for Armada as well. I'll have to look to my so. We may be hearing more about that one in, in June as well. So I think they need to do more than just an organized play kit, though. No, I agree. I the, agree. the reaction uh, that they got to the, like, this is just, we're not doing anything for this at this stage, was very, very, very negative, and they really no, do agree. need to do something about it. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, but uh, otherwise, 
Moonstone? Moonstone, yes. And it's taken me this long of the episode to realise that the label underneath Major Socks didn't say Major Sock. What did it say? Uh, it said Brother Bear because I hadn't changed it back. <laughs> Wait, what does mine say then? The Yank. Okay. Yeah. And mine says the Bruce. You, 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 you didn't put some, like, you know, like, special, like, uber-insulting... No, no, that happens on the other recording that we're going to do. Okay. All right. So, yes, Moonstone. Um, now, Moonstone. roughly, it might have been a little over 12 months ago now, we spoke about their Kickstarter, and it was like, oh, really nice and pretty, and they were like, yes, but you can't back it because it's already over, which I didn't know about until... I think it was Socks that pointed that out. Well... It's all now available because all of the Kickstarter stuff has been sent out and you can actually order it through their website now. So we've got a few, a few things here. Obviously, we've got the Arising book, which is the huge thing. Uh, as part of that campaign, they actually unlocked some really, really nice looking tokens. And there's a hundred percent chance that I'm buying the um, Dominion version of this because they just look really, really nice. Um, these are like the printed acrylic type like the really premium type of tokens that you can get uh but they're only being sold for 23 pounds i think that's actually quite reasonable those are acrylic it's printed and so it's printed on one side and it's acrylic on the other oh okay i i, I just clicked on one and uh, yeah i see what it is for a second i was like that's just some really good looking cardboard no 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 okay. no no I see it now. Kids eyes clean my glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is also a couple of Dominion. So there's evil humans coming out. So these are. There's one box set that's a lot of pirates, uh, and there's another one called the Masquerade that has a pirate and two people that look like they're straight out of a stage show. So we've got the Duchess that's just uh, and the creep who I don't think he could have been named any better, quite frankly. Is and he then creepy? oh, he's like. No, I, I, I see him. I see him. He, they've sculpted <laughs> you very nicely, George. Um, and then there's Claudia Duvel, who also looks really nice. In the other box set, which is called Black Powder, because, you know, pirates, these guys are all pirates. But the most important set of all of these is the last one. Because, oh my goodness, it's a monkey throwing um, explosives. A, a monkey. Yeah. Yep. I want to buy this set just for the monkey. And I'm, I'm not even being sarcastic. I want to buy this just so I can have the monkey. I think technically I can because they come from the same one as my fairies. I don't know how well that would work, but I kind of really want that many. Um, I just want to put this out there to every games manufacturer out there. Look at Moonstone's token. Do that. Yeah. There is a couple of third-party companies that do things like this for certain games, but they're usually very expensive. But if you make something that's nice, people will almost always end up buying it. I mean, you know, Games Workshop, if they did this, like a token set, you know, because they do their data cards, they do their dice and stuff... If they did a token set like this, charge approximately the same price. Which that one? So many people would buy. This. So many people would buy this. Like, yeah. they're great look. Yeah. Um, I thought there was more for this game, or is it, or is this just like what's available right? now? No, this is the new releases. Oh, there's lots more available, but we're talking about oh. news. So I'm talking about oh. the new stuff. Oh, I see what's going on. Okay, I clicked on this. Okay, never mind. So are you gonna buy? Be buying the uh, Vespa Clear Wings for your Vespa? No, because I would have bought. I would have brought them. Originally, otherwise, those two have been out for a little while now. Uh, they do look really nice, but I kind of want my wings to all kind of feel like they belong together. So I just kept with the standard ones for me. Fair enough. Um, there's also a campaign deck. Uh, the campaign deck is kind of to join your games together because, you know, that's how a campaign works. Uh, it also comes with some standard upgrade cards. So even if you're not doing campaign stuff, there's still some extra stuff in there. 
So they're doing the usual, hey, well, you still need to buy this because of this reason type thing, which is fine. Uh, there's also like a little quick reference card in there, which I assume has like some frequently needed things on it. And then finally, because I did kind of talk about the fact that there was a book, but I haven't shown it. This is the new book. 176 pages for £25. It's actually pretty good value, really. Uh, it's all full colour. It's all pretty, because of course it is. Uh, and this will have some of your rules for the stuff that we've seen since the old book, uh, but some of the new stuff that we've been looking at today as well. So if you're into Moonstone and you missed out on the campaign like I did, now you can make an order. And I will 100% be getting this book and probably the box set with the monkey. I'm definitely getting the tokens. There's no question about that. I would have bought the tokens already if I had been able to. <sighs> Moving on. Now, there's one particular listener of this that's going to want us to talk about one very strong part of this story, and I want to make something very, very clear. We are covering the whole story and not just pushing one particular message that's coming out of it. Because we're talking about news, and we're not here to throw a smear campaign on people that don't deserve it. Um, or even if they do, it's not our place to make that judgment. Now, foreground to going. So it's always sad when. We hear about a business closing down. I'm still going to say what I have for every time we've discussed this sort of thing. I'm really surprised there hasn't been more of this throughout the pandemic. Like I really, really am. Um, Foreground were a company that was very much on the premium side of the terrain because everything was pre-painted. And so I do kind mm -hmm. of feel like of all of them, this is probably the least surprising um, because they didn't really... Oh, it's really nice, but they didn't really have anything on the budget side. So for those right. people that were out of work during the pandemic and so forth, they're going to struggle because you're going to have to look at cheaper options. Yep. Um, now, the reason that I kind of touched on the, we're only talking about the news and we're not going to smear, because there's another side to this. Foreground had made an expansion to release their own game about a year and a half, almost two years ago now. It was fairly big news at the time. I don't remember if we ever covered it or not. I don't. I honestly don't remember. We might have done. We might not have done. I don't, I don't think we did. But um, about six months ago, that particular campaign kind of just died. Um, they kind of half got bought out by somebody and there was a big question as to what was going on. Um, as a matter to cut costs, they at one point were going to try and just 3D print everything uh, because financially this company has been going in this direction for a while. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong. This sucks for the people that back the campaign. Uh, there's about, I think it's $170,000 or pounds that had gone into it that's obviously now gone, uh, and none of these backers are getting any of their stuff because the unfortunate thing about Kickstarter is that if a company goes bankrupt, it, it's legitimately one of the reasons that's on. It's 100% a legitimate reason to not deliver something, like quite literally. And... Another side of this that's probably worth noting, and I'm not playing defense here, I'm just covering the news because I know that the person in question is going to be having a go at me over my words on because it wouldn't be the first time. But um, the, the likelihood of a business going under from a Kickstarter is actually not that small because it's something that happens quite regularly. Not so much on this scale. It's usually more the when something's that successful, it becomes a problem side. This was kind of like it was successful, but it was it was okay. But obviously there's been bigger problems going on and 
the fact that they essentially lost their income, well, a large part of their income during the pandemic, obviously didn't help. Um, so we've got a good, I want to say one and a half, it might be one seven thousand people that have lost out on their pledges and won't get anything for their money at this point because there's no company to deliver it. Um, I mean, I guess it's possible that somebody could buy the franchise and try to deliver it, but I don't know what like there's no real ip that's provable at this point so so let's take a step back here right so uh very very similar not quite circumstance so we'll rewind a few years like wargate they had a successful Mm. kickstarter they got pushed out they started running into problems and dave made the terrible hard choice to sell his company yep tt combat picked it up tt combat in the case of kickstarter was under no obligation no not at all to finish the kickstarter bill or finish the Kickstarter in the way they did. So hats off to them. In a situation like this, if someone decides to pick up foreground and continue this premium terrain business, they're under no obligation to continue that Kickstarter. And the fact that, you know, there's that much funding, they've worked on it as long as they have, and there's nothing to show for it to the point of the company's belly up. If someone does buy it, I wouldn't hold your breath on expecting anything. That no, sucks. because absolutely. Uh, yeah, but the other if I was a business that was looking to buy something, I'm not sure I would pick up a game that never made it to shelves mm-hmm. because there's nothing proved that Drop Fleet had hit shelves. Uh and it had hit shelves fairly well at the time. Uh, like, there was a lot of buzz around it. So, and Drop Zone was already a proven product. So, it's yeah. very much a different subject. Um, I know that there was pushes to kind of like compare the two, but it's not the same. It's not even close to being the same thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I'm just playing the devil's advocate of, you know, yeah, yeah, that no. was best case scenario. Th- this, this is probably worst case scenario if, if someone does. Now, if you look out there at combats, the. War Arsenal. I there's um uh what's the other one that we covered on Indie that I was one of my favorite ones where they did the drop zone stuff. Um, oh um another one you're talking about, but yeah, you know you have terrain companies out there like that that are producing really good stuff that is really affordable. Yeah, this is very niche, and I don't foresee someone picking up its intellectual property and trying to continue. They may it, now since they were talking about 3D printing stuff, someone may buy. Well, the the, th- the 3D printing stuff was for the minis for the game. Um, that oh, kind of okay. it got a very negative reception on the Kickstarter, and they backed down on that immediately. Oh, okay. um, I, I, I thought you were talking about. Uh, no, I just I didn't go into all of the details because I didn't feel that all of it was yeah. relevant. Because okay. um, the, the way that that was presented to us was that they tried to cheap out on it and go 3D printed. And the community said no because they wasn't going to get ripped off, which isn't actually what was going on there. Quite clearly, if you actually go back and look at how things were presented, this is probably, I should say, my opinion. Um, but there was a company that was struggling and was trying to find a way to deliver the product, and that meant that they were maybe having to do it in a different way. It got shot down, and now the company doesn't exist at all. So, but this has gotten—I mean, none of that is the fault of the backers. Um, it's the fault of, in my opinion, people that should have not so much. I mean, you couldn't predict that the pandemic was going to happen, but obviously, there's been costs associated with it that wasn't taken into account, and that's the problem here. There's been overpromise and underdeliver to a very large extent because there is no delivery. It sucks, but at the same time, it's also a business that's gone under. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one thing if, like, you know, the company's still in business and they're sitting on the Kickstarter for 
year five and they haven't you know done anything to progress it along which was the accusation at one point but this kind of proves that that's not what's happened versus now you know the company's out of business you know what what exactly are you going to do by you know doing what you're doing there's no company that means you know if there's there's no company that means there absolutely is no money so whatever you pledge It is absolutely gone. There is nothing you can do about it. You know, you can try to get blood from stone, but... Yeah, and that's the thing that sucks about Kickstarter, is that if something like this happens, you've got no leg to stand on. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been ripped off by companies too. And I do mean ripped off. Our Patreons can tell you about a rant that I made about a company that went out of business that got cut from the podcast. It's available for our patrons to listen to, and I, I, I went hell for leather. Uh, but I cut it for a reason, because I was being biased, and I'm not going to be biased about this story, because there's more to one side of this, whether we want there to be or not. It sucks. Don't get me... Again, it sucks, and I'm not downplaying that at all. And I would argue that the, the, the backers have every right to be angry, but unfortunately... The way I see this is the company going out of business is evidence that people weren't ripped off. It's evidence yeah. that there was more going on there. Um, and the, the, the worst thing that sucks. The worst thing you can possibly say. The worst thing you can possibly say is there was mismanagement. Oh, big time. That's yeah. The, yeah. That's a, that's the worst thing you can say at this point. You yeah. know, were you ripped off? I don't know. It, your your Kickstarter was uh, mismanaged and the company went out of business. That's the worst thing you can say. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so we're going to switch gears, change topic, and move on to Mantic now, because I think we've talked about this long enough. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do think it was something we needed to talk about, though, because there were pushes coming for that conversation. Absolutely, yeah. I just, yeah. you know. Um, the first thing I'm going to say about this, uh, I didn't know there was another uh, Eldar versus uh, uh, Death Guard. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell uh, me I'm wrong. Well, apart from the fact... the second edition. It is... But one of those is actually space dwarves. Is that beeping something we need to worry about, George? No, the, I I forgot to disconnect from my uh, virtual work. Oh, okay. Um, and I, and I'm I still working. Work. Shame on you. Well, right. I forgot to disconnect. I'm not working. I'm just. I forgot to disconnect, and I got an email in, and now I'm like. So I'm Fire, Firefight is a sci-fi <laughs> game that they do, and it has been out for a little while. This is the second edition. It's not a game I've played. Uh, this particular one is, yes, it's elves versus space dwarves because squats. So it's not Death Guard. They're space dwarves. But the if other one is, yes, it's, that, it's if, very much space if elves. You, if you look at that tank, it looks like the new... Oh, I know. Death I know. Tank backwards. Oh, I know. I just thought it was interesting. Like, there's always interesting stuff coming out of Mantic, but this was kind of a little bit left of center. Because, well, to be frank, I'd almost forgotten that Firefight existed. Uh, Firefight so, is connected to the same universe that um, Dead Zone and uh, what's their other sci-fi game called? Uh, um, Warpath. It's all part of the same universe. Um, but I think it's probably fair to say that it's probably the weaker of their universes. That the Kings of War stuff is obviously more popular. Um, probably because the market's less saturated for it. So George looks like he I has just, something he wants to say. Yeah, uh, I just zoomed on the picture. I do have to say, I really like the dwarf dreadnought they have coming out of that building. I agree. I agree. That looks phenomenally awesome. Yep. Um, then you guys like that little Eldar, sorry, space elf uh, dreadnought that looks way too um, uh, Gundam slash anime for my taste. Yeah. But yeah. You, you go straight see. back and you got those uh, the space elves on their little like air skiff thing. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I kind of, I like the lopsided feeling of their skimmer as well. It's kind of, it's... 
I don't know, it's kind of like, I want to say it's a motorcycle with a sidecar, but it's not. I don't know, it's weird. I do, it's a, it's a good weird, though. Are you talking the one in the background? Well, I think they're both, they're just different versions of the same kit. But yes, I'm talking about the big thing. Yeah, yeah. It's odd, because it's it's like dual, but they're connected, and it, it kind of feels like a motorcycle with a sidecar, but at the same time, it's, I don't know, like I said, it's weird, but it's a good weird. So, so Major Sox will agree with me on this, the one in the foreground... It has the look of the um, um, the Trade Federation's capital ships from uh, Phantom Menace with the spear and the big, like, three-quarter, like, hemisphere going around it. Yeah, yeah I, I, agree. I, I can see that. Yeah. But then the one in the background, it's like, you can see it's like a separate pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, that is a really weird-looking mini. I suspect, just looking at these, because these are very clearly built off the same sprue, that there's too many shared parts for it not to be. Uh, but I suspect that you could probably magnetize those too. Yeah. Just looking at them, because they, they don't look, apart from the main hull, there doesn't seem to be a lot of shared parts in those turrets. They the look tanks, very different. You could, you yeah. could easily magnetize oh, no, them. Oh, that tanks, definitely. Definitely. Because you have a turret on one and, and flat top on the other one, you could easily magnetize those too. Yeah, but we haven't seen these sprues. We're just going off the pictures. So if you have seen them, because uh, those Force Forge Father minis are not new now. Um, this is like there are new stuff in the box, but yeah, that, that, this is are, 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 more about the rules. Are, aren't you the one saying Mantic is one of those like you know they're they're difficult to put together, or is that Malifaux? No, Malifaux. That's Malifaux. Okay, Mantic have a reputation for because they used to do sculpts that were all very much on the nostalgia side so it all kind of felt like it was made in the 90s and with that and they also used to use a lot of the pvc plastic stuff so the the reputation for mantic used to very much be that most of the minis were crap which even then wasn't true uh but it's very much not true now they, they are legitimately making some of the best minis on the market uh the best no but they would be up there um so but as far as build is concerned no they don't tend to have overly complicated builds it tends to be yeah. a mixture of resin and plastic uh but no they don't tend to have overly complicated build yeah. but, I, I was just wondering because because they're both started with m and i was that shouldn't surprise me. well other things with m proof as to why you're easily confused mr military man mr marine i eat crowns chocolate ones at that anyways moving on moving on so before i go on to this next picture now you two have already seen these images that i'm going to have on screen but i haven't supplied them to you again but we're going to talk about the current teasers that's happening on the gct website so at time of recording it is saturday for me Friday for you. And this is the current image that's on the front of the GCT website. But the images go further than that. And I want to point out, none of what I'm about to show you has been leaked to me. I have found this by myself by doing actual journalism and research. And I'm not being a smart. I'm not being smart. I'm, I legitimately have gone and found this myself. So the image kind of started out as kind of like something looking like it was burnt onto the screen. And then it's kind of moved on to this smoke appearing and then this electricity portal thing like we're getting on the screen now. And then we start seeing an actual what looks like a portal open. A sun then appears to get swallowed by the portal and then begin to close. What I've just shown you is at least five days ahead at time of recording from what is on the website. None of this is available publicly. None of this has been shown on the GCT website. I have found this by doing something that wasn't overly difficult, to be honest. George, I might actually tell you how I did this off the air later. The reason I'm not telling people how I found this is 
Out of respect for GCT. Uh, also, they know that I've seen this. And when I told them that I was going to talk about it, they went, we have no problem with that. The only response I really got was, oh, that's more than has been shown on the website. So I have a feeling that the fact that these were findable wasn't accidental. Uh, the only hint I will give is that if you're an, if you're an IT person, shouldn't be that hard. So what's what got going in my brain is probably way more difficult than what you've actually uh... possibly. But again, talk about it off the air. I don't want to actually discuss how I found this on air uh, because if people want to find these for themselves, I think they should have to work for it because that's kind of the fun of these sort of things. Um, okay, so what is all this about? So what I have said is going to make more sense visibly. By the time the video version of this goes live, all of this will be public. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, support us on Patreon to watch the video early. Um, Okay, the whole portal opening up and swallowing the sun thing is what appears to be picturing here. Personally, I can see a link. Well, it was... When I shown this off to Ben, which is one of our colleagues, I think it's fair to say mm-hmm. colleagues at this point, mm-hmm. uh, he spoke about a bit of the law where the cult of Uri and the Savage Wave are waiting for an eclipse. And obviously it would appear that this eclipse is happening and that is what the in-world thing is for this release. Uh, we will be actually told what this is as a Depticon, which is very close, and clearly that's not accidental. Uh, this is being linked directly to something that's being revealed at a Depticon. Uh, most of the fairly educated guesses are expecting this is going to be linked to a new cycle deck, because we are due for a new cycle deck, uh, but time will tell on that one. But... I think it's pretty clear as to where it's all stemming from in the law. Uh, this is not a good, not going to be a good time if you're a good guy. It's going to be a good time if you're a bad guy. Because, well, they've been waiting for this for a reason, and I guess we're going to find out. So there you go. Legitimate actual news that I can actually talk about. Um, well, not that any of the other news is not legitimate, but stuff that I found through my own journalism and research as opposed to, oh, this is good, I'll cover this. Oh, this is good, I'll cover that. So, oh, I wonder. Oh, I found something. So, yeah, I'm very proud of that, obviously. Um, Yeah, you're, you're going to have to tell me, because either I've gone way too deep and I'm not seeing the uh, the forest from the trees. So. That's all right. Like I said, I will tell you off the air how I found How I find yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. really matter, but as far as the news thing is concerned. um, The only reason I kind of mentioned that I found this is because I want to make it clear that nobody leaked this to me. And I'm not just saying that to cover, but a hundred percent I found this by myself. You leaked. <laughs> I leaked, I suppose, yeah. Um it's also probably worth noting that the one that's currently on the website that I showed off at the start of this segment and the one before it, I had seen before it went live. Because this is two days old before I could talk about it now. But time to move on. It's Vern Infinity. Yeah. This was literally discovered... So this was literally shown this morning for the first time. So at the time last night that I went to bed, well, the time this morning that I went to bed, uh, this hadn't been revealed yet. So this is our Adepticon releases this year. Um, so we are getting a new book for Infinity 4th Edition called Raven Eye. Uh, there's going to be stuff in there for all of the armies. We're also getting a, a Morat Aggressions Forces action pack. So this is just a, a buy-in army, essentially. And it's with the Morat. So we've had rumours for a while that we were getting some more Morats because we... The ones that are there had been kind of discontinued because they were due to be get redone. So here they are. I really like the Morats, honestly. Uh, these are like the 
evil alien faction, essentially. Um, but I kind of like this. They're kind of apes, but they're kind of not kind of look. I don't know what so, you guys uh, think of them, but... I, I would say based off the way the game looks and the fact they have, like, the mechs and they, you know, they kind of have that Ghost in the Shell kind of vibe, I would say Oni better. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I would like to say, whoever... Uh, um, Corvus Belly has on staff for pro painters or whatever pro painter they are paying. Holy crap, dude! Amazing. Yeah. Or, or 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 lady. Um, because for a OSL very long time the... it used to be Ungar Holaraldes. I don't think it is anymore. But I don't know. Who, I don't actually know who replaced. If somebody but, replaced. But, but the the one there with like the 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 green like. Sword thing. Oh, when yeah. I first saw that, that effect is so cool. I thought that was a piece of acrylic. So did Same. I the first time. Same. And then I looked at it, I'm like, oh no, that's just someone ridiculously showing off. Yeah. It's amazing and we hate you forever, which yes. is the biggest compliment yeah. that I think we could give. <laughs> uh, we've um, also got a pre order exclusive. So this is a Raven Eye officer for the I 12. Although, actually, it's not just for the I-12. You can use it for a few different things. Hang um, on, hang on. Okay, so dude in the middle with the, the gun and the big arms and everything with the, the big with old With the big cheesy arms, grin? Right? Yeah, right? Tell me yeah. that doesn't look like uh, Ron Perlman's Hellboy. Okay, yep. No, I can't unsee that now. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, what else did we have? Uh, we have an event exclusive for the Morat and Combined Army. This is essentially one of their guys, but it's in more armor. And he's got this really cool stave axe-looking thing. Uh, I don't really know how to describe it other than calling it something that it's not. There's a Dire uh, Foes it, mission pack. Yes? It would be a Halbert. Halbert, thank you. Yes. Yes, yeah, of course it is. Uh, the Dire Foes mission pack is called Slave Trophy. And basically in this you're getting one from each of the factions normally with somebody that's not linked to the story. Uh, this one appears to have two different things from the same army in it. Just different sides of the army if that makes sense. Uh, and you've got a Morat Slaver in the middle there as your uh, very important person. And then finally, we have the bundle, which is how you get this thing if you wanted it. So if you buy the mission pack and the diaphos, you get that extra model for free. If you just wanted the model, you can buy that separately. It's $20 by itself, or otherwise, if you buy everything in the bundle, then it's free. So if you want to buy them all anyway, then obviously you buy the bundle because you'd be silly to spend $20 that you don't need to. Sorry, 20 euros that you don't need. Yeah. Um, so I, I've played Infinity. I've played a couple games of it. Uh, I didn't know that. Game, I, yeah, I, I, I don't like the play style. I'm not a big fan of the game, but the minis are just that gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I just, I cannot compliment and gush on them enough mm. of how amazing the minis are. It's, it's, they're truly astounding as far as the detail. No, Granted, as I'm looking at this, they are larger than, you know, they would actually appear on the tabletop, so I can see way more of the detail a lot more easily, but God, they are just so stunning. Yeah. Um, Infinity's models, for quite a while, have been outstanding, and honestly, some of, like, I would say top three in the industry, uh, for probably a good five or six years now, easily. Wow. Uh, I, I, now, I, in I, saying that, it I depends... Would, Sorry, yes? I would say top two, because there's always that one mini that you are the big fan of because it's the game you love to play and everything where that mini is going to trump, you know, anything else out there. Beyond that, I don't think anyone else can really hold a candle right now to what uh, Corvus Belly is doing as far as reduction. Mm, that's fair. Um, the, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, yeah, no, that, they've been at the top, like, in the, within the top of the industry for a long time. Uh, Game-wise, Infinity's very complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's not something everybody... I mean, obviously, George didn't... I I have been wanting to play Infinity for four or five years now off the top of my head. And, I mean, I kind of have, but I kind of haven't, if that makes sense. Um, it's definitely... It, it is on the goals for this year to actually get games of this in. Yeah. Um, or at least a game of this in. I'll, I, I started I'll be, playing... Yeah? I played when it first came out, and that was back in 2013 or so, about the same time Drop Fleet or Drop Zone came out. Yeah. Uh, buddy of mine that I played, got into Drop Zone with, he got into Infinity at the about the same time. And I enjoyed it. I haven't played any of the later editions, but yeah, I agree. It's it's a very complex game of you got to know line of sight rules and, and movement and activations and reactions and that kind of stuff Yeah, when it's not your turn. That stuff. So I, I really like the it's always your turn vibe of it. Um, the, the, the hardest thing with Infinity has never changed. For somebody getting into Infinity for the first time, there's a very steep learning curve. Every time they do a new edition, that's the thing that they try to get over the most. The whole reason why Code 1 exists uh, is to finally solve that problem. It's a more simplified version of the game. Uh, Because I think the big problem, and I'm not saying this is the only reason George has his opinion, uh, but I suspect it's probably a factor of it, is... Because it's so complicated, it makes it so hard to get into for the first time. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, for the most part, it tends to have a community that tries to help you with that now. I say for the most part because I know that there are still those sort of gamers that's out there. You know who you are and you need to stop doing it. Um, But also, they exist in every game. Like, they exist. Lord knows they exist within 40k. Do they? Those sort of gamers breed on 40k. What are you talking about? Is that why I already saw a post in my group of like, Hey, I need to try out my new Eldar army this weekend. I, and I'm not exactly, this guy has had a new army every release because of the new, you know, Codex Creeps army out. I'm more referring to um, we're too good for you if you don't get the game that's your problem type vibe. That oh, no, 40k no, also like... is known for, but it, it's not all 40 I'm not saying that's the only type of people that play it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that those people are there. They're also in More Machine. They are also in, fin- in Infinity. I'd actually argue they're also in Malifaux, which is really weird to say because Malifaux is very much a different vibe. They exist everywhere. But yeah, but that's I find this very interesting. Uh, when I was talking a couple of weeks ago about the fact that I wanted to actually get Infinity done this year, I did mention that there was a new thing coming out and I was kind of waiting to see what that was so that I knew if I needed to buy it or not. Um... I now know that because I'm not I'm not looking to play full on Infinity. I'm looking at Code One, so this isn't something that I need personally. But I suspect this is going to sell like hotcakes because I mean, just look at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It looked nice. Yeah. All right. Moving on. We've got some weird. We are specifically talking about May and June because we haven't looked at the May and June yet. Uh, we've got a couple of things. We do have an alternate version for Zappy, which is just it's a female version of Zap. Or zip, sorry, uh, and it's it's riding a rocket for some reason. I mean, I don't know why it's riding a rocket, but I don't think I really care. Uh, the only thing I will say about this, and I'm sorry, this is a pre-assembled mini, which means it's one of the PBC things. Uh, I'm not a fan of these minis, and I will never purchase them. And whenever I see that they do a release in these pre-release style, I will always speak negatively about them. Uh, I'm sorry. I know that people are fans of them. Uh, but for me, it will never be a good thing. It's always going to be a bad thing. Uh, there's also a really 
really twisted version of Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf that's also reassembled. I was about to say something about that. What would you like to say? Um, hey, it's Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf. Oh, okay. It's, I think, easily the... Yeah, it's easily the creepiest version of the Big Bad Wolf that I've ever seen. They are just calling it Big Bad, by the way, which is... Is Wolf Weird. trademarked? No, but I suspected it's that this way they can trademark whatever they're calling theirs. Uh, we've got a couple of other things here coming. So we've got another one of the um, alternate boss boxes coming out. This particular one has Parker Burroughs, Pearl Musgrave, and Cornelius Bassey. Uh, so these are for uh, Guild, Explorer Society, and Ten Thunders? No, the, the Merc guys. I can't remember what they're called right now, uh, respectively. And then in the next one, we have Explorers, Bayou, and the Merc guys. Because we have Maxine Agrazis in this weird tentacle-looking fire thing and we've got Bo Fishbocker and we've got Captain Zip because we need two versions of Captain Zip coming in the same month apparently and then finally we have Yuko, Shoyo and Brewmaster. Uh, that is so much better than the current version of Brewmaster um, and that is for that's Ten Thunders uh, and Bayou respectively. Uh, in June Penny Dreadful is getting a um, new release so this is for the Through the Breach which is their um, role playing game which apparently is very good. I've never played it. Um, part of me would really like to, but I, I just, I've never played it. And then we've got three more boxes coming. These continue to go along the same themes as the others. So it's alternate versions of heroes. So we have in one box, which is hats off. We've got Sumner Teeth Jones that kind of looks like he's homeless or something. Uh, we've got White Rabbit Company, which is just a really weird name for a company. Uh... And Seamus. Um, Seamus is like Jack the Ripper, essentially. Uh, but in this, he looks so romantic. But then he's holding a knife behind his back, so it's very much on brand. Uh, in the next one, we've got Guild and the Merc guys. We've got Lady Justice. Uh, and again, really gorgeous-looking sculpt. 33 in this breaking chains kind of looking thing. And Tara, which is, for some reason, Tara is two minis. I, I don't get what's going on there. I'm sure there's something in the lore to explain it. But. And finally, we have a box with a little bit of everything. This is a box that I actually have to buy. I, I Not that I want to. I have to buy this. I don't have a choice. Uh, we've got Yedza, which is for the Explorer Society. We've got the Kurgan, which is a mini that I need to own. And we have Zoraida, which is the Swamp Hag. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming. So these leader boxes are all part of the moving, moving on of the story in the game. They're alternate versions of bosses that we already have with alternate sculpts and everything. Uh, and usually it's usually two bosses and then something that could work for either of them in it. Not always, but that's usually what it is. I have mixed feelings about the ways that they're doing those boxes because, of course, if I'm playing Bayou, which is the gremlin-looking guys, for the other two of you. Um, I'm also buying all of these other extra minis that I'm potentially never going to use because I can't buy these things separately. That's the downside of these particular boxes. Um, and it's look, it, it is what it is. Um, Malifaux is one of those games that kind of really had uh, an SKU problem. Like, there was, like, just too many things on shelves there for a long time. So this kind of helps with that, where, I mean, rather than having nine boxes on the shelf, you've got three. So it, it does kind of help a little bit with that. Yeah, see, I, 
and, and from a business standpoint, I, I can agree with why they made that decision. Yeah. From a consumer standpoint, you know, I'm like, so I have to buy this box for this much more and get these two minis that I don't need just to get this one. The answer to the problem, of course, would be to split the boxes with people that do want them. Right. Yeah. That's fair. The problem is, is like, what if you both want the same? Yeah. That's the problem. So there's one particular box that's coming at some stage that I wanted to split, but both of us want the one in the mini middle. So I'm going to end up having to buy it myself and then just never use the, the third mini, which is fine. Look, it's not like I, it's not like I have a huge problem with a pile of shame or anything that I just keep on adding to constantly. Shut up. I, 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 I said, don't we all have that problem? I was going to say, I, I think at some point you'll catch up to me. Oh, I, I think I, I I don't know. I might be ahead of you, I think. Uh, this all needs to be painted. This all needs to be, like, all the way down. I wish that's all I had. I have whoa, two. Whoa. No, 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 no. That's, that's just the shelf. Then I have an army box down there. Then I've got, God, I don't know how many games workshop boxes that I haven't even put together yet. I have um, two boxes of my Drop Fleet Commander stuff that I haven't even touched. That's hey, full. Hey, hey. hey who's stripped, shirt. Who stripped the paint off their Drop Fleet that was fully painted just to re you. That's that, your fault. That was your own stupid fault. <laughs> <laughs> We're still expecting dots to be painted, George. Anyways, no. Kingdom of Apes. Kingdom of Apes. This this looks cool. This looks fun. This uh, what just, game is this for? Well, it's kind of one of these things where you can play with it whatever you want. Uh, I look at this and go, "Hey, look, it's a Kings of War army." Uh, but. Long listeners of the podcast may remember last year at some point, it might have even been the year before now, where I was like, I don't understand why nobody has made a generic ape army in the likes of Planet of the Apes, DC. Like, there's been lots of different, like, ape-type races that were created, and none of them have ever been on the tabletop. And I've never understood why. Now, somebody's actually done it. Now, I'm not saying that this is because I said anything. I think this is just somebody else has connected the dots of why is nobody doing this? It's such an easy idea. And oh my goodness, are they doing this really well. Now, obviously, because this is something that I've wanted for a long time, you're going to notice that, hey, look, I've pledged because I couldn't not pledge for this. Like this is this is something I needed to have a very long time ago. Got 21 days left on the Kickstarter and they're about a fourth of the way through of what they're wanting as a goal. Yeah, so there's still got a way to go. I've pledged for the army box at this stage. Uh, I may end up putting more into the pledge manager when that comes up, but obviously I only have so much money, so I've got to spread things out. Uh, the sculpts on this stuff is absolutely gorgeous. Like, I honestly, like the guys riding on the hippos. Yes, I agree. And then they get the hero on the, the, the rhino looks amazing. This stuff is just so... So good. Um, I have wanted to see this sort of stuff for such a long time. It's all going to be resin, by the way, just for the record, because I just realized I hadn't said that as I was reading things. Um, oh, I want it now. So, so I will say this. Uh, I, I've just found the scariest unit ever. Yeah? It is armor-clad simians riding on war-barded hippos. Yeah, yes. that's the one I was talking about. Th- that's the one that <laughs> Sox was just saying. Like... What about this is not all kinds of awesome? I mean, and, it, no, and you I'm, know what? Like, it's like I said that this is a really idea, a really good idea, right? There's so much sources out there to just, you know, borrow. And you couldn't say that it was being stolen because it's such a generic idea. This is a new version of the idea that I'd never even considered. Because I mean, where are most apes? Most apes are in Africa. Not all of them. Most of them. Uh, so it would make sense that they have hippos. I've never seen anybody else ride a damn hippo. Or a rhino. Or boars. 
There's the, the, I, I they're light cavalry or boars or yeah. wildebeests. But yeah, well, I, I would not want to be gored by one of those charging hippos and then potentially eaten in half with the ones that yeah. are the mouths wide open. I, I think the biggest issue they'd run into is if they actually just called a character Doctor. <laughs> you, you measuring so, King Kong there? So yeah, I, I I just got to King Kong and yeah, because you know I I I, I speak Imperial, not metric. I was like. How big is 150 millimeter? Oh, that's just a hair under six inches. That is a huge mini. Yeah. And Corpse included. And I'm pretty sure that when I was talking about this the first time, I had suggested that doing a giant ape that definitely wasn't King Kong would be a really simple idea of creating a monster for it because it just makes except so much for, sense. Except for the fact that they actually just called it King Kong. Well, I think that's... But King Kong's actually public property. Uh, not public. What do you call it when it's... It's public, public domain. domain. Uh, but I didn't know that at the time when I was talking about this the first time. It's why we get so many reboots of King Kong, because it's actually public domain. It's so good. Yeah. The, the giant cool vultures. Yeah. Yeah, I saw those vultures down below, and I thought those were pretty cool too. The the hippo, or the apes riding on the, the vultures. Yeah. Oh, did you see the stone thrower? Yeah. No. He is uh underneath... Oh my god, the shaman on the pounding on the drums. No, so it looks like a big like uh, mountain giant type thing slinging a rock. Yeah, I saw that one, but then you got the oh the shaman riding on the yeah on the I'm, I'm saying it's a dodo. Yeah, that's that would be the closest thing that I could think of too. This must be uh, in the unlock somewhere. There, yeah, that's... yeah, it's, yeah, it's in the unlock. Uh, Bruce, great find on this. This is this is just entertaining as hell to look at. Yeah, like. Given the conversation that I had about this a year, year and a half ago, there's no, like the moment I saw this, there's no way I wasn't talking about it. Ah, that's the stone thrower. Yeah. Yeah, that does. It's like a Yeti looking thing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, that's got to be massive foot. too. If it, it almost looks like on a 75 mil base. Yeah, that's the other, yeah. How big is the base it says it's on? King Kong one said it was on a 75 mil. Se- 75 would probably make sense. Um, in saying that, I think that, that mini comes from your side of the world, doesn't it? You live in Bigfoot country, don't you? Yeah. Uh, so the Yeti Bigfoot Sasquatch, it's it's actually a global, like, it's every Okay, except for the land down under where everything's a, a marsupial and lives in a pouch like some. No, I just love the fact that you're talking about it like it really exists, because I just find that hilarious. No, I'm, I'm talking about the lore. The lore is a Yeti, Bigfoot, Sasquatch. It's one of those that's it's a worldwide lore, not just, you know, Mexico has the Chupacabra, Scotland has Loch Ness, you know. It, we have the drop bear. Yes, you have drop bears. Thank God those don't exist, because they'll sound terrifying as hell. What, a, gi- a giant is. version of a koala with razor-sharp teeth? What's scary about that? Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's carnivorous. Yep. Yeah. But it's okay. It, it only attacks tourists. It's okay. And then this Ken Jewmaster ape looks awesome too. Ken Jewmaster. Are, 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 That's are the you next on one. the next picture? Oh, the next yeah. starter. Oh, well, okay. The samurai ape. I, was like, I didn't see that one. This one, yeah, yeah this one like, is um, 3D printed. Um, but this thing is gorgeous. So if, if you were gonna... to back this, it comes in both 38 and 58 millimeter. So there's like a statue and just a regular mini. That would be cool as hell to think, I think, throw down on the table for you. You'd have to shrink it down further, but yes, I agree. As a 38? No, you throw it down, there's like, oh, that's a gorilla. Deal with it. <laughs> or you just print the giant, you print the giant one and you just pretend that it's a giant thing. And the thing for the mission is if you take this down, you get the points. Right. <laughs> of course, then you got to come up with points for it. But, but you, you make this thing ridiculously hard where, like, it's going to require both of you to actually take it out. Um, and leave room for, you know, betraying each other and stuff. You get points for how much damage you deal, I suppose, would be the thing to do there. Because you couldn't just no. do whoever kills it wins. Especially if you make it strong enough that there's a chance that you um 
don't survive. Yeah, I would, I would, I would have to agree with you. You do like overall damage, how much you dealt overall. Because if if you get that one unlucky roll where you leave one damage on it, and then your opponent takes the kill and yeah. wins. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of like you've got a monster that realistically you probably don't have much of a chance of killing, but if you do, there's big bonus points. Uh, and but the main points of the game is just how much damage you do is how many points you have. I kind of like that idea. I actually think that could be a fun competitive mission in the right circumstances. Oh. I really like this. Now, th- this is like this is a fairly simple campaign. Like, this is just a campaign for a mini. They are trying to raise something modest. Um, over 2,000. 2,000 euro. Uh, they do have some stretch goals of alternate versions of the sculpt. So there's one where he kind of has his sword above his head. Uh, and there's a couple of stretch goals for um, painting tutorials and stuff. There's also one where he's kind of like this with the sword ready to stab. I like this. It's a, it's a nice, simple campaign. Uh, I probably will be backing this. Uh, I haven't yet at this stage, but it's a nice, simple 3D printing one. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, and the, the pledge isn't too bad. I mean, what is it, 30, 35 euro, 40 bucks to get a commercial? Yeah, it's only 9 euro if you want to print it yourself. Right? I mean, that's almost worth just like, I'll buy a commercial license. Yeah, I mean, you could sell this thing on eBay quite simply, quite regularly. Yeah. Uh, George. It's Mindy. It's Indy. Uh, Indy, right? This Death Independence Langjong. So, George. So, yes. You found this one. I found, I found this one. Wow. It is called... We, we have discussed Poppet's War in small details in the news at one point, but we have been promising to look at these guys long-term for a while. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, uh... But they've started doing something that caught your attention. Well, no, no. So... I found these looking for something else. Um, and then I, I, I saw the thing that I, I linked you guys in the chat. It's uh, Ninja Orc Squad. I mean, there's just so many things about that sentence that are awesome. Yeah. Ninjas yeah. and Orc. Uh-huh. Um, they've got some fairly big bugs and everything. I actually found this site, and and, and you will kind of, you, you'll you'll see where I was going with this, right? So I got the uh, that not emperor right yeah for the plans of doing a, a custodes army and i don't know if you've looked at custodes but their helmets are kind of stupid they're kind of dull yeah yeah or you know like the ones that are like you know are they cone heads they totally look like they're cone heads because you know it's a big giant you know cone so i found this site looking for alternate heads because they do bull heads lion heads you know for 32 millimeters right yeah. Perfect scale for custodian. And that's when I saw the Ninja Orcs, and I just saw some stuff, I'm like, wow, this is really good. Also, they're doing some alternate sculpt stuff, too, like a different style of Terminator. So, so if you go to Sci-Fi, and then if you do... Oh, that comes up right there. You got, like, Heavy Prime Striker Body. Did you find those, Bruce? I was still in... Are they under Mankind? Uh, if you just click on Sci-Fi, they should be the second row on the left. Heavy Prime. Yep, got it. Now, if you go into those, and then if you look at the middle image and blow that up... Yeah. That looks like a really badass Terminator. Yep, agreed. Definitely a Terminator. With, you know, more useful shoulder pauldrons because, you know, he's got rockets on it instead of just giant pauldrons. Yep. And, to be fair... There is a backpack version that has that in the rules. Yep. Yep. Uh, whirlwind, I think. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I saw these and I'm like, wow, this is just really great. So, um, let me, uh, let me see if I can find it real quick so that you can at least pull it up and show the viewers what I was looking at. Oh, hey, there's even more stuff I just found. I'm going to send this directly to you in a chat. Yeah. So you can pull it up. So you can pull it up. Um, that's not. Just put it in the group chat there. Oh, never mind. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these are pretty. So yeah. then if you take that and you pair those with the standard uh, custodies, 
um, the, the regular custodian guard and get rid of the cone head helmet with the, the plume on it and you just give them that lion head. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, and like I said, they, they have bull heads. They've got a lot of just really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, the stuff I was primarily looking at that I spent most of the time looking at was um, was heads. So, yeah, that's fair. Um, but, like, there are some really cool orc heads even. Um, they have a shark head helmet. The Kagorians. Yeah. Oh, what are they called? Kakarians. There's actually a space marine faction that is a space shark. I'm not making um, this up. It actually exists in the lore. Yeah, then there's, uh, so, like, the same thing with the uh, Terminators. They have orc bodies, too. Nice. Um, but because they're orcs, and orcs are a lot more general, you also get a big giant gun with different uh, gun options. You have to pick out your different orc head because they're orcs, and they do a lot of heads. So, um, yeah, no. Uh, really, really cool, um, for what I found heads, but they got some really cool stuff too. Um, and then, uh, calculated it out. It was something like, I'm not exaggerating, like 120 heads. It was going to be running me like 130 bucks or something. So, I mean, it's not even that expensive. That's not too bad. Not for the, what you're looking at. Because, I mean, they're, they're charging about four, 490 euro for five heads. It's a buck a head. When I was looking at rebuilding yeah. my um, Blood Angels before I got rid of everything again, I was very seriously considering buying from here uh, for creating my actual Chapter Master because I wanted, I just wanted to have a head that was different. Uh, I don't remember right, which yeah. one I was looking at now, but yeah. Here, I am... Oh, hey, here we go. Yeah, here's here's a good one to, to show off for the folk. Uh, some Samurai Orc Heads. Samurai Orc Heads. This sounds good. There they are. I finally found the Shark Heads, heads by the way. And then if the... Oh, If the related products show up on your page the way they do on mine, bottom middle, you should have some Bushi orc body. Oh, nice. So you could totally make your own samurai orc. (laughs) If you don't like the way that the commandos look, this is definitely an option. Or command orcs or whatever they're called. I like the fact that they've been doing this for a while too, but they specifically design all of their minis to work with Magnum. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think is a, a really cool thing in the fact of, you know, the holes are already there. All you just you know, you find the right size magnet, you glue it in, make sure you glue it in the right way, and you're done. Yeah. Um I'm gonna send one oh yeah, here here here's one more. You will you will love this one. Uh, I'll send it to you too, socks, because it's so nostalgic. Um eh, come on, Argyle. Oh uh, yeah, I was literally looking at these a few minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. This Cobra is on like page. Heads? I mean, come on. Yeah. It's, pa- it's on page two, yeah. It's so, so close, too. But different enough right? that you could never have a go at them over. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, also... no, I, I found this. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, there's a couple of different versions of those Sentinel heads, too, because you've got, like, those oh, yeah. the robot skeleton versions, as well as, like, the normal human-looking faces and then the, the knight-looking faces. So you could buy several different versions of these for the different types of space marines that you have. I really like that idea. And the one that you think looks the coolest is clearly the Chapter Master. Right. Because, let's not forget, space marines are not actually supposed to... Well, they're supposed to be the heroes, but they're not supposed to be good guys. I have to send this one to you you guys because... um... It is obvious not ED-209. Oh, no, it's definitely not ED-209. I could see why you're making the comparison there. Yeah, yeah. But there's no reason that, one, that can't be, like, an alternate for one of those walkers where, what was I complaining earlier? Aesthetically, they look great. Tactically, that's dumb. Yeah. Hey, this one's got a canopy. So, uh, really cool stuff. Uh, The prices are not that outrageous. No, Uh, they're not really. They're also doing them as 3D prints now, too. Not everything, but there's a lot of this stuff that you can buy and print yourself. So if you wanted to do a full army, you could do it 
very affordably now. And like I said, not so, everything is available 3D print-wise. There's a lot of it that is. So ju just an example here. Um, so that last guy is 82 millimeters tall, which is roughly three and a quarter inches tall. So, I mean, that's right on par with, like, you know, a walker-sized unit for uh, Imperial Guard. Yeah, yep. so, no, that, yeah, that checks uh, out. That would be I, on scale I, for the regular Dreadnoughts, too, I suspect. Uh, Yeah, right, roughly about the regular Dreadnoughts, too, yeah. Not the Redemptors for Primaris, but, yeah, the old yeah. school. So, anyways, yeah, no, I was looking for uh, different heads, so I didn't have to, you know, if I did a Custodes Army, I didn't have to use the stupid cone head. And then I found a whole bunch of other stuff, like Ninja or... Yeah, I love this Gagarin's heads. They're so good. Yeah, because that's two words that need to be put together. Ninja and Orc. Yeah. And yeah. then you find Samurai Orcs, and then it just, it keeps going for... There's so many different options for heads. And let's be honest, too, with some of these minis, you change the head, you change the appearance of the... Very much so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm probably going to be placing an order with these guys at some point when I place an order for others. Yeah, no, no, they've, they've done a really good job with this. Um, Puppets War has been on the list of things that I knew I needed to come back to, um, but I'm glad that you brought it up because I'd kind of forgotten that I'd made that promise, so I'm glad that we finally did. Uh, shall we now, discuss some hobby? What have you been up to, Socks? So last week, that, yeah, last week I had a Star Wars tournament, but in preparation for it, I finally got a full 800 point list painted. So that's one of my Death Troopers from Rogue One. They're the pretty much the Black Stormtroopers, and then I've got a Scout Trooper Sniper. Nice. And then uh, General Veers himself. So I'm happy to file. You guys saw pictures of those. Um, yeah. But show our listeners. I'm finally glad to get a majority of my empire finally painted after having it for almost four years now. So, so that's what I've been up to. Good to finally get something done. Yes, absolutely. When, you, George, when you're not in between two houses. He hates FedEx. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? Well, well we did say he, your name. And I said you hated FedEx, so... Oh, we can't hear us anymore. So, um, I went through washed and mounted all of the lovely parts for not the onto toothpicks so that I can airbrush them quite nice because I am going to be doing something I have a product I have never used before. Um, I think I've shown you guys, I know I've shown you Bruce it's called All Clad 2 and here's the crow and uh, there's another uh, group on Facebook that cover this stuff this stuff literally airbrushes on like crow, like you can see yourself and of course then uh, on the right meaning. Golden yellow. On the yeah. So uh, candy golden yellow. So it'll make the chrome look like gold. The problem is, is when I ordered this, black primer was not in stock, and so it was back ordered. So when I ordered this stuff, it went from Illinois to Kansas, Colorado to Wyoming, and I received it in five days with a weather delay. The primer that was back ordered got went from Illinois to California, and I'll be getting it tomorrow after seven. Seven days. Oh, I can understand why you're so frustrated. Oh, imagine having to wait seven days. Oh, you poor thing. Hey, Bruce, with enough uh, uh, Red Bull and cocaine, I could have driven, picked it up, and driven him back in two days. You know I've been waiting for over two weeks on certain things lately, right? Regularly. I'm just saying, with a weather delay, I got other stuff in five days. The other stuff went compl it just went past me. It's not their company's fault that you live in a state that doesn't I, exist. That's what I was going to say, Bruce. Because your, country, your state doesn't exist and we went right by them. That's why I said FedEx. FedEx's fault. Because Anyways, someone Bruce? FedEx didn't graduate high school. I got one more thing. Oh, sorry. Sorry, um, George. So, uh, to go along with that, I'm going to back. 
we may have another indie to, to cover. I have ordered a new mouse pad, three feet by six oh, yeah. inches, with our logo, and that'll go right here. So, right here, where it would go, and we'll have our logo. And I want to say it was, I, I think it was fairly reasonably priced. I think it was like, ooh, hey, that's too high. Um, I want to say it was like 50 bucks. Um, and that includes shipping. Uh, it's already shipped, so the turnaround on that was really quick. I was really quite impressed with that. But when I was digging around their website, they also make uh, Blood Bowl mats. And they make other, now they don't make huge ones. They make like three foot by three foot uh, mats. So something like Bushido size, Kill Team, stuff skirmish. like that. We could, Star, yeah, I could use that so, for Star Wars Skirmish, like a, uh, a beginner's game or something like that, demo game. Yeah, so... This this may be a company that we look at in indie here later on because they do more than just mouse pads. They do stuff to support lots of games, other video. So um, I went with the mouse pad just because hey, I'd be kind of cool to have a a branded you know uh, mouse pad for the the podcast. But then I started digging around and found all this other stuff. Uh, the prices aren't terrible, and the turnaround seems to be pretty quick for custom. Yeah, like you. Um, they do a lot of they do a lot of stuff in the magic space too. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah, that's, that's actually where they started. Yeah, who who, do, who shows up and plays a game of Magic the Gathering without a, uh, a play map for their card? Well, so. yeah, exactly. So here's one thing that I built recently. Rack. I have two of them, nice. but I've only built one of them. This this is one of the ones that we've shown off on the podcast quite a while ago. This is one of the Australian companies I discussed. This particular one can actually either sit that way or this way. I've been kind of sitting it that way just because it takes up less space. I, I was going to say I'd prefer it more that way because it takes up less space. Yeah. And since you've dotted your caps, it's a lot easier to see the color. Yeah. This is designed so that you can put them either way, though. The other thing that I've been doing, I mentioned that I've been repainting my bot war stuff so just to give you an idea of the color scheme that i'm currently working on this is obviously very early days but they're coming along very nice yeah i do i do really yeah. like that teal the teal is really nice i didn't strip these i did just kind of go over the top honestly um this has all been done on Twitch. Wait, has it all? Yeah, it's all been done on Twitch. Uh, I've also been doing a bit of a Shido. I actually started on some of my Moonstone stuff. So this is Wasp. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, he's not finished. Where to go? And thankfully, Wasp he's not broken. But yeah, I've been doing his armor up to look like the carapace of a wasp or carapace of a wasp. Uh, yeah. Oh, so so, so quick side note that uh, paint system that I'm gonna be trying out. You you want to hear the absolute worst news about that system? Sure. 48 hours of dry time. For the oh, fire. yeah. 48, 48 hours of dry time for the chrome. So it's like... The thing you're going to need to be what? aware of is you need to be aware of the dust in your room, I suspect. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, I have a little storage thing that the my little cradle slid into, slide into that has a door and everything so dust can't Good. get on it. Because you'll need that if, it, if the drying time is that long. So yeah, um, like I said, I've been doing Twitch for a little while now, um, but I'm doing miniature painting stuff every fortnight. Uh, I actually, when I was doing it on Monday, I got invaded by like 155 people. <laughs> and I was like, because I've never really had that many people watching. <laughs> and I had one person that, with me hanging out before that happened, and that was kind of, I still don't know who that person was. Um because they didn't say anything. Uh, but no, it's, it's been good. I've been enjoying it. It's helping with the motivation a little because I had been struggling a little bit with the motivational side on the mini painting there for a bit. Uh, I kind of burnt myself out at kind of the end of last year there at, at one point. So it's been nice to get back into it and actually get some painting stuff done. The guys that are playing Bot War have kind of been harassing me, which hasn't helped, honestly, but I do. I, I'm really happy with where they're going. I am feeling a lot better about them now that I've started them. 
because I kind of lost my um, not not so much lost interest, but when somebody else ended up doing what I wanted to, I, I lost the motivation for it. And somebody that I won't name made some comments that honestly, like I almost put everything back in a box at one point. I'm not going to say who that was because they don't realise lovely people sometimes. But otherwise, yeah, uh, it's it's been good to get some hobby stuff done. The other thing, and I kind of teased this a little earlier, that finally arrived. So I ordered this as part of my I want to get some Infinity stuff this done this year. And I'm mainly using stuff that I've owned for a while and never used. But in order to get a game in, I kind of, you know, have to fill out the gaps of what I never actually got around to buying. So I bought those for two reasons. That's one of them. And the other one is because we talked about COcast near the end of last year, the new mini technology. Yes. Um, that these are the plastic from COcast. Oh, nice. When I ordered this, they accidentally sent me the old ones. So as part of the unboxing for that, I'm genuinely going to be able to do an actual comparison between the two. I haven't opened that yet, no. and I won't be opening it until the actual unboxing, for obvious reasons. Uh, but I will legitimately be able to do a proper actual comparison. Not, I mean, other people have done that too. Uh, but we are funding everything ourselves and not having people send us stuff for free, literally. So looking forward to that. I did reach out to the community and ask if they have specific questions. So if you have questions, send them to gettingtabled at gmail.com. Otherwise, I think it might be time. Yeah. For some drop fleet. All right. Today we are discovering, we're going back to UCM because, not discovering, we're talking about the light cruisers because we haven't talked about the light cruisers because we kept on saying, no, 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 we're going to do that next time. So it's, it's next time. So I'm going to start with the Osaka because it's pretty. Um, the light cruisers tend to get mixed opinions. Because people either are big fans of them or they go with the mediums slash heavies. Yes. Um, I am a, personally, I fall into the line of, honestly, I do think you need to take at least a set of, uh, not of everything, but they definitely help. Uh, they, they help fill gaps to some extent too. So the Osaka, they're 82 points each. They are a light cruiser, has six inch scan, six inch signature, 10 inches of thrust, Got eight hull, armor of four plus, point defense of five, groupings of two to three. Uh, so you would either take two or three of them. Generally, most people tend to go with two. I actually think the three is probably worth it if you have the room, and that's the big thing here. Mm-hmm. We have a UF 6400 mass turret driver. It is locks of three plus, four attacks, one damage, front and side. And it's got a special of squadron two because there's that they can add their shots together essentially. Uh, We've also got Barracuda Missile Bays, so this is four plus, two attacks, one damage, front side and rear, that's your close action. So these are very simple ships. Um, That's not necessarily a bad thing. What's the point cost per ship? 82. So you're looking at 246? 264? 264 for two. Yeah, but I was talking for three. 246. 246. Yeah. On the other side of the light cruiser, we have the UCM New Cairo which is the other light cruiser variant. Uh, it is 88 points. It is the same stat-wise, uh, 6, 6, 10, 8, 4, 5, groupie of 2 to 3, medium tonnage, no special. Uh, the difference between the two is, instead of the uh, turrets, it has a Cobra Heavy Laser, which is a lock of 3 up, 2 attacks, 1 damage, front and arrow, burn through 6 with black. And personally, uh, playing a faction where the light cruisers are absolute shite, this is a great option. I would actually I would argue take... that the new Cairo is a must-take. I have these I... ones built over the Osaka for 
that reason. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I would, I would, I would say the new Kairos are hands down better than the Osaka because of that Cobra burn through. Because yeah. if you're anyone but bruised and you get that critical hit where you're doing the burn through, every shot after that's a crit. So you have a potential if you have a really good first couple rolls to do a lot of critical damage. And the fact so. Yes, they have flak. You take a group of three of them. You have three burn-through lasers. They take out one ship. You still got two more burn-throughs. Yeah. In, in the case of particle ants versus burn-throughs, I think burn-throughs are way more damage output for the points than, than a particle ants. Because particle ants, you only mm. got three shots. It's always going to grow through and crit, but you only got that limited number of shots. Versus, yeah. you got six shots of ship. Six shots a ship here. So if you take a squad of three, that's potentially shots. You potentially potential. have six shots. Potential, yeah. Okay, so compare that to the... Oh, wait. There is no light cruiser with a, with a particle lance for the Shaltari, so... Yeah, they don't exactly. need them. I, I, it's a comparison. The particle lance is the equivalent of a burn through, in my opinion, in a fleet list. This is on a light cruiser. Shaltari I'm taking that as a win. I will go. Uh, as a UCM player? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Oh, no, I'm taking it as a win because uh, George couldn't disagree with me. That's true, too. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's because it's... I, there's nothing to disagree with. No. Um, especially for its point cost, too. Um, yeah. Let see, me see here. Uh, how do I... So you're looking at 172 for three of them, or 264 for... Sorry, 172 for two of them. Yeah, what happened there? 164 for two of them. No, 172 for two of them, 264 for three of them. Like for 264 points, like, like I said. The new the new car is a must-take, in my opinion. If you've got UCM yeah. and you don't have these, you're making a mistake. So I, I just looked at this here real quick. So yeah, 176 points for three of them, right? Is that the right math? 170, yeah, 176, yeah. Oh, that's for two. Okay, for two, right. Okay, for Isn't two. that what he said? It's 105. He said three. Right, so a new Berlin, regular cruiser, with a burn-through, right? How much is that burn-through? Uh... Exact same burns, 105 points. Yeah. One ship. So, uh, no. That, uh, New Caros are a must take in any UCM yeah, list. Absolutely. Agreed. Uh, I, I would I would say I, I would say that the new Cairo is right up there with the I think it's the Ajax for the PHR that's like a really good light cruiser. That that's yeah. the uh, it's not the Ajax. It is the oh, the Francis. No, it starts with the T. Hang on, I'll get it for you. The I thought it was the Ajax that was the good one. The Theseus is the light cruiser. Oh, the okay. I think the Ajax is one of the big ones, isn't it? Ajax is a medium, and it's the one that has okay. the, light, the light caliber broadsides all the way down. Oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I honestly think every faction but the Shaltari has a at least a decent light cruiser. The Shaltari have a great gimmick light cruiser, but none of them, neither one of them are good, so... Um, yeah. If you don't take a new Cairo, you 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 have a problem. Um, if you don't take at least two new Cairos, you have a really big. Well, if you're trying to take one, you've got a problem because your list isn't legal. Yeah, you have to take at least two. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think what George is saying: if you don't, if you take two, you're okay. If you take three, you're better off. I yeah, would I, personally, I, I would take three, and honestly, I'd I'd be tempted to take more than one group of them. For sure, as as gimmicky as the burn through. Laser is. I think the burn through laser is one of those actual viable gimmicky weapons. Yeah, yeah. Now it's probably worth like. Um, I'm not saying that the. I'm not saying that the Osaka is bad. I'm just saying that the new Cairo is better. Especially with the flash rule, because if you get one burn through to hit, that's one spike. If you get both to hit, that's a major spike. Yeah, and that just makes whatever that ship three, is easier for everything else. And if you get three to hit, that's still just a major spike. Yes, yes but. <laughs> 
All right, that's our game talk for the day. We have upcoming events, I believe. So the Drop Zone Commander Community Kit Best Competition is still continuing. Uh, you can find all that information on the Drop Zone Commander Community page on Facebook. Um, you have until the 1st of April to enter the competition. So that is coming up. The deadline is on the 16th. So you've got to kit bash something. Um, there's rules in the actual group to tell you what you need to do. It's being judged by the previous winners of the competition, as well as admin. Uh, prizes. There's prize support from TT Combat themselves and from TurboDork. And there's discount vouchers available for Green Stuff World for everybody who enters. So definitely worthwhile. Keep in mind that if you want to get your discount, you need to enter before the 1st of April and finish what your actual uh, project was. You can't just talk about it and then not do it and then still get your discount. You do actually need to finish. Uh, there's also a, a mission writing competition for Drop Fleet Commander. So that's from the Drop Fleet Commander community page. Same thing as before. Your entry needs to be in before the 1st of April, but you have until the 16th to finish. You do need to finish and submit your thing to be eligible. Same prize support as before. And again, previous winners will be judges. So as well as admin. So if you're into either of those games, this is definitely a place to be putting your thoughts into. Uh, Drop Fleet Commander Community and Drop Zone Commander Community is run by the same group of people. Uh, we're all in there. If you want to come and find us, our content is shared in there quite regularly, actually. Uh, we have been there pretty much from the start, really, because it's where we all met, quite literally. Unfortunately. I mean, what? It is unfortunate for us. You're right. Yeah. Unfortunate. Socks and I have never had a problem, but unfortunately, we do have to put up with you. Very much so. All, all I can see here is sake is like I have the reason you, both y'all have y'all's. Yes, that's true. Because I'm in. Oh, that's a, no, that's only partially true in the case of mine, because mine exists because he exists. Because there was two Jasons. Yeah, but, right. But it was because of me that knew the obscure fact of you know the you know Australians are called Bruce. Yeah. We also have the Conquest Gaming Convention is coming up. That's actually coming up rather quickly now. It's on the 15th to 17th of April. Uh this is taking place in Melbourne, Australia. It's conquest.asn.au. Uh Poldicon is coming up. This is a giant convention of demo games essentially. Uh Michelle's part of the organizing committee for this this year. Uh, he has always attended in the past, but he's actually helped run it this time. Um, it's going to be a little bit smaller due to the pandemic that's going on, obviously. Uh, there's currently 12 different games that can be tried out, uh, which includes Donnybrook, High Octane, Rumble Slam, Squad Leader, The Floating Temple, Kings of War or Armada, Blood and Valor, Burrows and Badgers, Black Seas, It's Me Napoleon, and Open Combat. Um... Some of those are existing games. Some of those are games that are in development. So you actually could be getting previews of things that are coming up. Uh, cost of a ticket for the day is 30 euro and it includes your lunch. It's actually a steal that really. It's really good value. Um, the We actually mentioned this earlier, but very quickly, the mini extravaganza from Atomic Mass Games comes up in June. I don't think we have an exact date but it is June. June's pretty exact. I mean, that's that's pretty narrowed down when you look at the course of it. True. True. Um, where are we? Model uh, The Model World Expo is also coming up in that area of the world from the 1st to the 3rd of July. Uh, tickets are on sale now, and it takes place at the NH Eidenhof Conference Centre in Koningshof in Veldhoven, Netherlands. 
Michelle still hasn't corrected me, so I still assume I'm saying that properly. Uh, that's WMForMaryE2020.com. Gen Con is coming up uh, August 4th till 7th. Tickets are on sale. Um, I shouldn't need to tell you about Gen Con. It's literally the largest tabletop gaming convention and board gaming convention one, in the world at this point. One up. I think it'd be the big, the biggest. I could be the, wrong. The one I, the one I just added, uh, might, might, might want to say something about that. Yeah, fair enough. Adepticon is coming up as well. Uh, that's actually coming up next weekend. Uh, so it's March 23rd until the 27th. So it's a four. How, how we that's forgot a to four mention day. That before. Yeah, how we forgot to mention that sooner, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Adepticon is coming up. And so that is the wor- the largest tournament format. Yes. Because, yeah. But, but because of that, I would also argue they have a lot of stuff there. Because what happens when nerds show up to play games? Well, people show up to sell nerds more stuff. Well, yeah. Uh, Adepticon.org. <laughs> um, first, this first time this taking place for over two years so this is important uh another one that's not on the list pax australia have finally announced their dates pax australia is taking place yes of course i'm going uh october 7th until october 9th uh this takes place at the melbourne convention and exhibition center which is surprisingly in melbourne uh i will be there um i don't know what i'm doing yet but i will definitely be there um i am most likely going to be actually going around and I'm going to attempt to get a press pass if I can, because it looks uh, more official. I, uh, yeah, no, um, there's actually one uh, nearby to me in Denver called Genghis Khan, but the weekend it happened, uh, there was this thing called No, and Wyoming was closed. That's so. a problem. <laughs> Did you say it's Genghis Khan? Yeah, Genghis Khan. Like That's awesome. C-O-N. That's I'll, awesome. I'll, I'll see if it, yeah. Best convention name ever. Like, 100%. Best convention name ever. So, yeah, that's our upcoming events. Uh, Socks, would you like to go through our socials? Yep, so you can reach us on various platforms uh patreon uh for those of you that support us we appreciate it very very much uh, our patreon is patreon.com slash getting trabled what two dollars a month two dollars a month gives you early access to pretty much everything that we do uh with a couple of very small exceptions uh and yep. this particular episode you'll get an episode you'll be getting some legitimate first looks at some bushido stuff there from what we discussed yep. earlier. And then on Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash getting tabled. On YouTube, just literally search uh, getting tabled and you'll find us there. Uh, email is getting tabled. We, we actually have a URL. That's true. We do. It's uh, youtube.com slash getting tabled. Sorry. Uh, getting tabled, is, our email is getting tabled at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are both at getting tabled. And then our website is getting tabled.weebly.com. And then Jason's or Bruce's Twitch is twitch.tv slash Jason the Bruce. So give me a follow. I'm really going, close to the thing. Yeah. Going back to, I found my Star Wars Armada thing. So Star Wars Armada, there's going to be a store kit coming out. And if you've seen the movie Solo, if when they're in the little Maelstrom part of the movie, yeah. and they got that big squid tentacle looking monster, that scene in a sense is going to be able to be played out in Armada here in the next few months. Oh, that's so, cool. Well, so... Hopefully my store will be getting it. I'm sure they will. So uh, I'll let you guys know how that goes. If, you're you're making major money. You can get off eBay or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, time for this then? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Getting tasted in this podcast created by Eric Matar at Sound Image Dark.